0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is,
1: Andrea Kay. I'm, TNT. I'm Dynamite. TNT. And I'll win the fight. TNT.
0: I'm a powerless.
2: Good evening. Happy Friday, Eve. Thank you. Oh, thank you indeed. But you know what? It's actually been a really great week. Um, as uh, we see the fa- the Fauci fallout continue, babies, I'm super excited to continue to bring you the news that the truth is finally being revealed about this man. So we've got to get into those details tonight. I'm actually looking at some heroes on the screen here tonight as we roll into Friday. You know, on Fridays, we do education segments here on the Andrea K. Show. There's some heroes. These people I'm looking at right now, my man here I'm about to introduce, might be the nominees for my Hero of the Week. It seems as though we got a rally happening in Poway right now with some parents pushing back against the Poway Unified School District for teaching critical race theory. I see that they're also pushing to remove the masks from children. They're pushing for school choice. Yes, this is what we have been been preaching about uh church right i mean you know we've been preaching that we have got to get active that the the real battle for the soul of this country and the future of this country has actually been taking place for a while in the schools where they are churning out little socialist uh soldiers for the state and so this is absolutely fabulous to see this happening so definitely stay tuned on a uh, tune in for tomorrow night's friday show as we wrap up all the top education stories. Um, but people, we've been doing this for, for a couple of years now, a few years now. So it's exciting for, for me and Bob Walters, if he's listening to see that people are actually engaged, they're aware and they're, they're pushing back and, and they're fighting back. And we need more of that. Um, so, uh, what else are we talking about tonight? Um, well, gee, is the Republican party on board now with illegals getting to vote? Yeah. I got a story for you about this one. You should be automatically saying, heck, no, the GOP wouldn't be behind that. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show as well. Um, the, is the mark of the beast in the works with digital identity? We've got that to talk about. And we got to get into some of these cyber attacks. Another day, another cyber attack to get into today, including a ferry boat. Our buddy Brian Maloney is going to be here from Red Wave America to talk about these and all the stories of the day. Um, how, how, question for you guys, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. How do you see it going down with Fauci? There's already memes out there saying Fauci didn't kill himself. There's a, you know, hash, <laughs> you know, that's a, a joke reference to Epstein well as well as many other people that mysteriously died associated with the Clintons um, but uh, serious tip how do you think it's going to go down because the bleeding they got to stop the bleeding somehow when as you continue to see the leaks and what's coming out with these emails 888-344-1170 thank you for being here tonight keep those conversations uh, rolling by the way we are streaming live on the answer San Diego Facebook page and follow me on all the socials at Andrea K or Andrea K show bringing in my man uh, love Love, always love his opinion on these things. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect.
1: DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
2: Mike. Mike.
1: I turned on the mic button, it might actually help. (laughs) Here I am. I was going to say thank you to Mr. President. He's a great judge of character most of the time. Uh, To answer your question about uh, Fraud Fauci, it's just like we've talked about with the whole socialism, Marxism, communism motif. They're going to eat their own, and Fauci is no exception. He's toast.
2: He is toast. The question is, how is it going to happen? Uh, are they going to are they going to completely throw him under the bus I and so. say, well, it, it, you know, it's getting to where they're going to have to. Here's a couple of things that have leaked out today. Um We know that we know that we're beginning to see that what uh, confirmation of what we've been saying for a year, that he lied about the origins of where it came from, that he lied about masking. He lied about the the distancing. He lied about uh, needing to quarantine healthy people and, and the lockdowns, which is
1: you and I were talking about off the
2: air that all of these mandates should go away. Right. I mean, he lied about the therapeutics. If we know that, that ivermectin has an 84 to 90% uh, uh, effective rate, then of the, even if you buy into the number of 500,000, I'm going to continue to hammer this every day. All the list of things he's lied, he's lied about. If you believe the number, even though the number of dead includes people who died with COVID in a motorcycle accident and were asymptomatic, let's say 500,000 or 600,000 is an accurate number. 90% of them would have lived had they been treated early with either hydroxychloroquine with a Z pack and zinc, ivermectin, budesonide, a variety of different ways. This man lied about everything. And oh, by the way, um, if he lied about that, then why would you believe him on anything he has to say about the vaccines? So they, as we learn more about this and more of these emails emerge, uh, they're going to, they're going to have to take drastic measures. Um, one of the things that was revealed in an email today was, um, He received an email from on February 21st in 2020 from the Cornell Medical College Associate Professor of Dermatology who wrote, we think there is a possibility that the virus was released from a lab in Wuhan, the biotech area of China. His response, he forwarded to somebody else and said, please handle. He didn't want to hear about it. At one point, he supposedly said, according to Breitbart, I want to get it accurately, I want to quote, I want, uh, in regards to China covering up their death rate, um, he said that the email regarding it was too long for him to read. He couldn't be bothered. He couldn't be bothered. According to, he, he lied about gain of function research and funding from the, from the United States. His boss said, and I quote, the grant funds that went to Wuhan were very specifically aimed to try to categorize viruses that they could, uh, that they could isolate from bats and Chinese caves. We funded this. There's emails about him, you know, basically getting I, I need you on the horn right away because, we, you know, I, I, I've got I've got to, you know, basically start working on suppressing any any information out there that that this that the, this COVID-19 was was um, coming at a time in which we were funding gain of function research. There, and, and it goes on and on and on. This man has absolutely lied about everything. If he were, and yet he still has his job today. People are saying, oh, Fauci is going to be thrown under the bus. He he's he didn't even have it. He's not even fired. fired yesterday. He's not even fired. So, no, I'm not optimistic that he's going to be held accountable for anything. In fact, we still have, I think the New York Times has failed to report any article on it. This is why if we, we have long since reached Pravda levels of propaganda in the United States of America, where we have media outlets defending him today, there's a viral video going around of Nicole Wallace, who was supposed to be a Republican, actually worked on the John McCain campaign. And she's, and she's literally, I mean, it was grotesque. It was nauseating. My gag reflex set off today watching her say to him, oh, you know, (laughs) you know, I read your emails. You were just so nice to everybody. I mean, it just really says a lot about somebody when your emails can be read through and you still look like a good guy, look like a good guy, man, he killed a few hundred thousand Americans. And that's just the ones that he killed. Let's talk about the psychological damage that was done to children. We still have children, either not going to school or sitting in a, ma- is breathing in fetid air in a damp, nasty mask all day long. Why is anybody in a mask today? Right. Oh, and, and then ABC News, ABC News, Kira Phillips, Chira Phillips. Or I don't know how to pronounce your. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I don't watch ABC News, so I'm quoting. She says to him in emails, I want you to know that I respect that, uh, that uh, uh, she, oh, let me preface that. She knows that he's under in a tough spot. So she tells him, I know that, you know, it's really tough for you right now. Um, so I want you to know that I respect that the position that you're in. And I would never put you in a situation with my correspondence that would jeopardize you in any way. This is, this is, if you watch ABC News. This is let me tell you, if you if you actually were under the false assumption that they actually were still a news outlet, how can you hear that and think that they are?
1: These emails speak for themselves. Yeah. And they don't come across as. Nice.
2: She, in, in her emails, she promised Fauci exclusively po- uh, positive coverage. She assured him that she would, that, uh, that because she understood he was in a unique situation, that it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. And it did not matter what information came about. Her job was to prop him up and to push him out and propagandize him, regardless. Of how many lies he told. It didn't matter what facts came out about him. It didn't matter what lies he told. It didn't matter what mistakes he made. It didn't matter if he, if he killed people through the den- denial of treatments. It didn't matter. This is about Marxism. This is about, this is about using. And you know, you know who talked about this and not necessarily in this way, but Ronald Reagan said in his 64 speech at the RNC that the way that the Democrats would get Marxism over on us was through the public health system. Fauci, the little weasel, went on to say today that Trump didn't deserve credit. Oh, he deserves some partial credit for the vaccine. But all the presidents but do. But all the credit. presidents do. Let me, you know, really? First of all, if you, if, if you now realize that there's nothing he said that you should trust, you shouldn't trust him on anything related to the, to, to the vaccines. If you think the vaccines are great, then give Trump the credit. Right. I don't trust them because they have not they have not been FDA approved. There's too many questions about them because they have been rushed out. But I believe in I believe in free choice and individual liberty. So if you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. And if you're pro vaccine, give the credit where credit's due. Trump issued a statement today, a couple of statements. He said that uh, because Fauci was the weasel that he is, my words, not his, that he it's lucky that he didn't give uh, he didn't do what Fauci told him to do. Um, there was additional stuff and additional continued lockdowns and things that Trump didn't go along with, but Trump, Trump did quite frankly follow. He he, with Trump going along with the initial lockdowns, that's really where we lost the country. So it didn't really matter whether or not Trump went, went along with anything else after that. That was really that was really the the knife in the back of, of this country. But Trump, uh, but you know, Trump trusted the quote supposed scientist who came to him and said 20 million people would die right so uh, Trump also made the statement today that uh, t- he th- felt that China should uh, pay us 10 trillion dollars um, that's a hard That's a hard play because these emails are revealing that the United States of America has been funding this so how do you hold China responsible when the uh, emails also prove there's emails exchanged between Fauci and the Chinese counterparts over there all planning to support each other so you know we, I, I, I that's that's not going to fly. If you're China, why would you write a check for 10 trillion when, you know, uh, the United States of America and the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID and the rest of the B.S.C.Y.A.ers, you know, we're in cahoots with China on this.
1: Yeah, Instead of giving Fauci less screen time, he just should have just kicked him to the curb.
2: He needed to be fired, uh, but 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 here's where I defend Trump on not f- firing him, because there's a meme going around today where you can see the scowling look that Trump is giving him, and and there was a meme said something to the effect of when you know when you know what somebody's really about, but you know that you have no way to get rid of him, because he had been given too much power at that point, and it was already he, he just did, but that's why he brought in Scott Atlas and moved Fauci to the back row. Right, and Atlas has a book coming out in November, where he says that you're going to be shocked when I rev- when you read my book and what I reveal. We're not going to be shocked because we we knew result. We knew it was Huey from the jump. I'm well past the point of a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to bring in Brian Maloney from Red Wave America to discuss this and more. So don't go away.
0: Sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her
1: fan page at Andrea K.
0: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andre K. Show. Glad to have you guys with me. Before I bring in my buddy, Brian Maloney, got to read a couple of uh, comments here on uh, the Facebook live stream on The Answer San Diego. Matt Swearingen Swearingen says, Trump was right all along. Yes, he was, my dear. Uh, Frankie Marabella, hopefully I'm pronouncing everybody's names right because you know what? I don't have my readers on. I don't even own reading glasses yet. I need to get some. Frankie says, Fauci should be locked up and in jail that's in a jail that's covered. And COVID's stronger brother. <laughs> I like that. Um, I, indeed, Frankie, but it, I doubt that he's going to be held accountable because that just doesn't happen when you're a Democrat, when you're a libtard, when you're a, a Marxist. That seems to only happen with Republicans. Um, Got to bring in my buddy Brian Maloney from Red Wave America to get his perspective. Wow, Brian, so much to cover tonight. Um, this The the Fauci email fallout is, is getting bigger by the day. Uh, your comments on all of this.
0: Well, it absolutely is getting bigger by the day, but it's coming from the grassroots. I mean, the Republican Party has an incredible opportunity here to take this ball and run with it. And, of course, they're not doing that. Nope. Because they're probably either hemming and hawing over Fauci, uh, you know, pro- probably some of them still love him or whatever. Uh, they don't seem to have any idea how to go on offense, so they're squandering the opportunity. But the American people are furious, mm-hmm. and they're the reason why it's in the news at all.
2: Yeah, absolutely, because, um, I, I think, um, Thomas Massey his comment today was that masks in Congress are theater really you know I like Massey but that that's the comment about masks today the comment should be the Republican Party should have held a, a, a press conference with every Republican there taking their masks off burning them like women burn their bras back in the 60s and say Fauci has lied about everything related to coronavirus and his and you know in the words of the great Judge Judy don't come into my courtroom with dirty Hands right, because if you've lied about one thing, then you've lied. Then, then I I assume that you've lied about everything else. And there should not be one mandate that is left implemented anywhere in this country that has anything to do with him. And it and it should also put the nail in any discussion about any form of vaccine mandates. Yes.
0: Well, absolutely true, and I think. But overall, what this shows is the utter failure of the Republican leadership. I think that Kevin McCarthy has shown time and again that he is not strong enough for this job. I mean, he has no backbone at all. He's completely afraid to take on the Democrats. I'm not even sure if he disagrees with the Democrats and that's the larger problem here. I mean, it's not just a fear of challenging the Democrats. We don't know if they even disagree with the left anymore. It's hard to understand now what Republicans even stand for. I'm I'm not the grassroots, but those in power in Washington, D.C. And this issue uh, illustrates that more than any other, because this is such an obvious, obvious uh, home run ball here. And you just hit it out of the park. That's all you've got to do. Uh, And and it's gold. So, you know, what excuse do they have anymore? Why should we be out there busting our butts for Republicans if this is the best they can do?
2: Yeah, what's the point? You know, uh, you know, I, I I was interested and am in, you know, helping to recruit candidates. We've we've got to take our country back and we've got to do it at the local level. We've got to have good people run for office. And um, but it's hard to motivate people to do it and get engaged when they're in the process of trying to rebuild a life that's been destroyed for no reason, because Republicans allowed Democrats to, you know, seize control over every aspect of our lives. It was completely unnecessary, even if you even even with Trump's original sin of buying into the lockdowns. It you know when it was supposed to be 14 days, then it's 14 days. And there's no right. reason for any republican state run by republican legislatures that has any kind of mandated any kind in any place in any way any time happening in this country. And there's really no excuse for it. And cool. and it does highlight, it does expose what they really what well, absolutely what they really believe. Um speaking of that, um I got to shift gears and I didn't even tell you we were going to talk about this. I saw this before I came but you're you're living in these necks of the woods. We're talking to Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. There is a Republican governor up by your neck of woods, woods, who's come out today and said that illegals should be able to vote. The governor of Vermont.
0: Oh,
1: Vermont. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: still, but still, we have know, a crisis know, at the. You want to talk about Republican yeah. failure? We have a crisis at the border. Oh, we are we are spending what nine billion dollars a, a day. We have had a, two Whoa. million illegals come across the border just this year alone. I, I, We've got thirty six yeah, million of them in the country right. right now. We are spending trillions and trillions yeah. of dollars on illegals, and this is what a Republican comes out with today: that illegals should be given the right to vote.
0: Well, and you know what's hilarious about this, since you mentioned Vermont, you know, the U.S.-Canadian border has com- been completely closed now for over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot cross that border. It is heavily guarded. You cannot cross into Canada. I mean, I, nobody's even trying it. Um, and and yet, you know, the southern border, I mean, you can just waltz right over the line but you walk into Canada, and it's World War Three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just find that interesting, the double standard these people have. And there's no sign of that border, our northern border, being reopened anytime soon, anytime in the future, maybe not even through the full summer, or there's no no date given and both governments washington and ottawa uh, just seem fine having that border closed so oh, they're you know. happy to have it because
2: it's a, because it continues yeah. to hurt it continues to keep things shut down it continues to right. wreak economic damage they want the southern border open so that they can expand the dependency class and the republican party you know um and where is the republican yeah we laugh it's vermont but you know one dude this is how it starts I said well, a couple years ago, I said lot, a couple though. years yeah. ago in, in Seattle when they did yeah. that, they hauled white people in the city council of Seattle and told them they needed to apologize and, and undo whiteness. I said, don't laugh this off as kooks in far left land, because this is how it ends up spreading across the country.
0: Well, and that's the problem that we ran into for so many years. When we would try to warn the whole country about this, they would say in response, including people who were conservatives, who were Mm -hmm. Republicans, would say, well, that's just a few nutty places. We don't have to worry about that. You know, most of the country is rational and sane. And what, you know, what they refused to believe was that gradually this infiltrated every corner of our society, every right. corporation, every TV commercial that you watch, um, everything, as soon as you're on your phone or your computer, it's everywhere. The left one, and our side was just asleep in denial uh, and using weird arguments about free enterprise and, you know, we can't tell anyone this and that and the other, uh, using some very, very strange uh I, I don't you know. It's really, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I mean, it's hard. It's hard. You just.
2: Uh, yeah, you
0: know, I, we're I, our own worst mean Sometimes we really are.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, the this this has been a long time in the making. Back when the first time somebody said, if you wanted, if you wanted to enforce immigration laws, you hated brown people. We needed, we needed to punch back twice as hard and say, "Don't you ever say that to me again." you Piece of human waste, right? And and you got to clamp that down. We roll over. We roll over. Roll
0: over. Roll over. Roll over. uh, And and you know, but the problem is they're never going to stop coming after us. So at what point? Do we show that we have a backbone uh, and start fighting back? And, you know, we're worried they're going to label us, you know, every political opponent now will be a domestic terrorist because that's yes. the new strategy from the White House. Absolutely. Or whatever. But, yeah. you know, we're going to be called some names. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do about it? They're yeah. going to call us those names anyway, even if we just sit here.
2: Yeah. So Biden in Tulsa says that the greatest threat to this country is white supremacists white supremacist as terrorists. And we know that the that, 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 that definition. Definition of that is 75 million Trump supporters, right? What, what was the Republican Party's response yesterday in Portland? Antifa. Uh, uh, graffiti, murder Andy No. Andy No. was surrounded and beaten and had to take him to a hospital. And I'm not hearing one Republican today talk about it. Not one Republican stood up and said and called out Joe Biden and said that's a flat out lie. How dare you say the greatest threat in this country is white supremacists? And don't you dare say it has anything to do with MAGA. And oh, by the way, Antifa and Black Lives Matter Marxist movement are the real terrorist organizations in this country.
0: Well, and and what the left was doing today, uh, keeping the right, you know, in defense mode was spreading a smear story about Trump supposedly saying he'll be returned to power in August. And, And the Republicans just sitting there saying, oh, I can't believe he would say something like that. Like you haven't learned after the last thousand times that they make these stories up. You haven't learned by now. Uh, but, and you're sitting there, you know, acting embarrassed. Oh, no. It's, so, you know, we really just, we lack an opposition party. We yes. lack an opposition movement in this country right now until we get our crap together here. Uh, there's no, ch- and the, the sad thing is, is that if you look at Congress right now. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's hanging on by a thread. I mean, she barely controls that chamber. And the only reason Democrats are not running rampant in the Senate is because of the Two Democrat senators who who are holding the line. I mean, right. they're holding the line. Republicans are not.
2: No, it's it's first uh, cinema so, and mansion. Yeah, because I mean, because if they this, barely if, won. If you
0: told me if you told me it was going to be cinema. Who would be acting like more of a conservative than uh, much of the Republican Party never would have believed? You. Right. Never.
2: Absolutely, uh, Brian. Can you stick around for another segment? We got oh, more to sure. get into. Okay, we're gonna. Brian's gonna stick around because we gotta shift gears and talk about cyber attacks. Another an, another day, another cyber attack. What is going on here? And is it really the, the Russians? Who's really believing it's the Ruskies? Right? Don't don't the Democrat? Don't they blame the Russians for everything? So stay tuned. We got more to talk about. Don't go away.
0: andrea k follow her on twitter at andrea k show and like her facebook fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e
1: andrea k telling you like it is all while eating a donut the andrea k show on the answer san diego
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Who wants to buy a prank in a box? I would. I was watching during the break. I was watching. I guess it's it's. I think it's Shark Tank. These two dudes are presenting their their business idea, and it's a prank in a box. I think it's a great idea. Maybe that's what we got for the 2020 election. <laughs> Tell a prank. <laughs> well, can we give it back? We're we're certainly within. We're not within the 90 day return I thought, policy. I think we give it back. Yeah, I think we clearly should. Um, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, staying over the break is my buddy Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. I don't know if he saw this today. Uh, Steve Bannon from the War Room, he tweeted out that Mike Lindell uh, said, uh, I guess on his show, uh, tomorrow I am suing Dominion and will be putting a lot of evidence of voter fraud into the lawsuit for the whole world to see. And he's going to be posting uh, live throughout each show. So I guess that Steve Bannon is going to be on his show War Room on Real America's Voice is going to be pushing that out tomorrow. Uh, Your response, Brian Maloney?
0: Well, I mean, it, it's very interesting. We'll wait and see what you know what develops there. Um, uh, to me, I just I think there are things going on right now that are really interesting. I mean, the fact that last night Donald Trump's account is quietly reinstated at Facebook and Instagram, um, you know, at, at a, the same day when these Fauci emails come out. So is this something? And also, there's something else. My Red Wave America page on Facebook, which somehow survived all the purges where we lost a lot of our other pages and groups, um, somehow survived. I think it's because we were registered with the FEC and they, uh, I don't think they could, I don't know. I, I think that's why. But anyway, um, that, that group survived. And the shadow banning of that group appears to be over. All of a sudden our traffic is back to what it used to be, you know, a year or two ago. So uh, we're just exploding in traffic. So what I'm wondering right now is whether in Silicon Valley somebody like Zuckerberg, somebody in there has realized they've been played for fools, um, that they've been used by people with you know, I mean it's an agenda that they help set. But at the same time, I'm just wondering are they having a change of heart, or you know are they are they feeling or looking embarrassed? I mean how could they not? You start reading Fauci emails. How are you not embarrassed? by what you've been out there pushing for the last year and
2: a half. Well, yeah, because, you know, Facebook and YouTube, I mean, uh, you know, the, the excuse to completely ban Trump and remove him from all social medias was because of we we can't have, you know, d- disinformation out there about coronavirus and, and vaccines because people's lives will die. And, and yeah, that could be the reason. Now, Facebook supposedly came back and said and other people said that that wasn't true, that he wasn't officially reinstated. I'm, I'm on it, on Trump's page right now and there's no new post. So, there's but, no new post, but the page is there. But the page is uh. there. So it's interesting. Now, uh, I was in a meeting today with somebody who said that they think that what's what that DeSantis, that what's really going on, and we actually didn't talk about, about Trump and this, but but that with DeSantis signing this deplatforming legislation in Florida, that it's put the social medias in, in a difficult situation because they will have to be, and just from Florida, if it goes national and we have more states, doing this, then they're completely dead. But his theory was that with the way the fines work, they will have to work overtime to prevent any kind of mistake because, and, and who makes only one mistake? You've got to have, when you've got millions and millions of accounts and millions of people, um, and followers and, and, and posts and happening around there, who, who you're going to have a margin of error of maybe what 1%, 5%. That's a whole lot of fines. And so well, it, it, it could be, it could be, you know, a culmination of things. I don't think it's that they've got egg on their face because they're still trying to rehabilitate Fauci and the open opening segment tonight. I talked about Nicole Wallace today and the way they were fawning over it. She was fawning; it was disgusting the way she was fawning over him today. The New York Times has not reported on it. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's still not a whole, I, I, they're still doing what they can to try to, to try to rehabilitate him. They've, they've got those, they've got those things that you put on somebody's chest and you try to refib, defib, they're trying to they defibrillate him.
0: They're, they're trying to just do damage control on Fauci's way out. They're trying to just mitigate some of the damage while they show him the door quietly. And that's what's going on there. And I understand what you're saying about, Florida and everything. But if that's the case, if one state's law imposing fines on Silicon Valley is that powerful, where are the other red state governors? Where are the other red states? Why is DeSantis alone in this? Where is our party? Where are our people here? I mean, why is it up to one guy? To to set an example like that, and why aren't the others following? And look at this governor Ducey in Arizona and the 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 dip that he threw the other day. And he built all those great bills. Um, you know, I mean, that's what we've got in in a number of states. Why don't we have? more like DeSantis.
2: Well, because we've got governors like this one in Vermont that's perfectly okay with illegals voting and actually arguing for that. He's not actually being squishy on defense. He's actually coming forward and saying it's a great idea. We've got, we've got, uh, you know, every contested state in the 2020 election was controlled at the state level, the state legislatures by Republicans, Georgia governor, who cooked up the deal with Stacey Abrams on absentee ballots that people like my friend Tom DeBacaro have said were secure, that was a Republican. It goes back to what you said 10 minutes ago, that the Republican Party must actually believe and be on board with the policies, at least a certain percentage of them, at least those in leadership, that need to be routed out. Because they're really, we're, we basically have a uni party system and it's been going on for a while. The Tea Party ushered in and gave the House to the Republicans in 2010 and they marginalized every Tea Party candidate and pushed him aside and and gave the excuse of, well, we got to have the Senate. And then it was, well, we got to have the White House.
0: I'll give you an example. On Tuesday, there was a special congressional election in Albuquerque. And, you know, it was a race that we could have won, even though it does lean Democrat by nine points. So it would have been a little bit of a stretch, but we could have done it. Democrats poured over a million dollars into that district, so they were worried. Republicans poured just a few thousand into it. They basically ignored it. They had a pretty good candidate, Republicans did. Uh, I I was following a guy who was on the ground trying to help this guy, Mark Morris, who was the uh, Republican nominee there for that seat. And, I mean, they just, they were outgunned. The, The National Party didn't give them any money or anything, so they didn't try you know, when you're this close to toppling like Nancy Pelosi, every seat makes a huge, huge difference. So why did they just let that go? Um, so this, and we've got more special elections coming up. We've got two coming up in Ohio uh, coming up in July. But we've got like four of these coming up. And, you know, are we going to see this over and over where they don't even try to win seats back or hang on to seats even? Uh, you know, because some of these are seats they are hanging on, to, you know, trying to hang on to. And some of them are. I mean we should be flipping seats we right should now. be
2: and there's an and there and when you're talking about Ronna McDaniel sitting on a couple hundred million dollars that she raised money for to supposedly fight the elections and didn't spend it uh, there's money to be spent on these races and they're not and and their only explanation is because they didn't want to win that race the Republican party is happy being in the minority it gives them Absolutely. it gives them somebody that they can campaign against to make a lot of promises that they never intend to fulfill and you know to keep the scam going While they were actually, you know, quite happy to have all this big spending and Marxist ideology going on everywhere. Because you know, because it's kind of like you ladies get it. You know, you know that you don't listen to a man's words, you pay attention to his actions, right? Uh actions say everything. No offense, Brian, and and DJ Potato Skins, but you ladies know (laughs) not to Y'all don't trust a man's words, do you? Right? You pay attention to his actions, right? You don't listen to a man telling you that I didn't call you because I didn't have time. You go, no, if you wanted to call me, you would have picked up the phone and called me, right? Yeah, we ladies see. We Warrior ladies busted. know the game.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: and the exactly. We ladies understand this game, and it's time for the American, the, the Republican voters. Uh, there's not going to be a third party. What we have to do is take our take our party back. We have to give the and 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 and, and if you still love the Republican Party, you're a friend, a friend of mine associated with it. Consider this tough love. Consider this. I can't serve you dessert every night. I got to serve you it's some vegetables. It's vegetable time. Here's where you got to eat your broccoli whether you like it or not right wrap us up Brian Maloney
0: yeah no no we absolutely have to take over the party take back the party in every town city county state uh, and at the national level, we have to get rid of the Romneyites and the Paul Ryanites or whatever. And we can't keep going on like this. We can't go through another election like this. We could win 100 seats next year uh, if we have a party that is in a fighting mode. Yes. And right now, there's no sign of that whatsoever.
2: Well, except Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's been on the she she filed impeachment. Well, yeah. She filed impeachment papers against Joe Biden in January. The Republican Party didn't do any of that. I mean, if Trump if Trump was in the over. Office right now, they'd have already tried to impeach him. Number four, number five, number six by now. Oh, Mar- right, absolutely. Marjorie Taylor I mean, green She's she and and Andy Biggs are the only two pushing to to get Fauci fired. I'm not even hearing Jim Jordan. Um, I, you know Matt. You know uh, even some of the supposedly hardcore. We really have two.
0: Yeah, and that's low hanging fruit, Andrea. I mean, that's low, that's an it's really easy to be calling for his firing right now because smoking gun evidence is right in front of you.
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, Brian, oh, I didn't even get a chance to ask you about the cyber attack on a ferry in Nantucket. What the huh?
0: Well, I mean, so the bottom line is, I mean, why is it so easy to attack all these things? Why are they all running, you know, Windows XP or whatever uh, and and falling for phishing scams? It doesn't seem to be any cybersecurity out there whatsoever, but now they're shutting down the ferry service in New England and it's just, you know, one week it's a pipeline and next it's meat processing. If you think we aren't under attack right now, if you think they aren't sniffing out our weak spots, you're not paying attention because that's what, you know, now it's transportation. One week it's oil, another week it's food. Then Then it's movement. I mean, you know, they are they're they're gunning for us and we're just sleepwalking. I don't know what everyone's problem is right now, but we are asleep
2: here in San Diego. Scripps Health. Is Scripps scans with, I would say that that's our largest, uh, you know, uh, group. We have I, five, six Scripps hospitals, Scripps clinics. We've got, you know, the Scripps this and Scripps that. And I go to Scripps. I, you know, I, I still can't access my, my portal. So we were hacked and the entire Scripps system was shut down. I think it was something over 130,000 patients had their medical records compromised. Think about That's our head incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And that did not get one national report.
0: You no, know, I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. So, Think know, about clearly that. there are gonna be many more of these. Many, many more.
2: All right. Well, you're right. Everybody's asleep right now, at least on the Republican side, and it's time for them to wake up. Well, we can be grassroots. You can be get involved with Red Wave America and um, as well as like a Bob Walters will be here tomorrow night on the education side of things and get active. You know, pick where you want to get active, but you got to get out there and get active. Brian Maloney, thank you. Thanks. All right. Stay tuned. we got a couple of other items to talk about, uh, like uh, a whistleblower hotline for the military. We're going to talk about that when we come back.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and
1: like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay.
0: spelled K A Y E.
1: You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Pence, uh, Mike Pence issued a statement today about uh, January 6th saying, Trump and I may never see eye to eye on events of January 6th, but he's proud of the work and the accomplishments. with the. Tr- blah, blah, blah. I mean, this you know, is... Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I know you never liked him. I used to. I'm just, I'm done with him.
2: Well, you know, I mean, this is... I mean, you think about all the comments Brian Maloney just made about, you know, the Republican... This is what you're talking about today, Mike Pence. If you're going to talk about January 6th, how about you talk about the fact that while some people did something bad and broke the law, it didn't compare to BLM and Antifa, but... But we don't even have to do whataboutism. How about the fact that there's nothing that happened on January 6th that justifies 75 million voters being declared domestic terrorists because they wear MAGA hats?
1: And nothing on that.
2: Nothing on that. Nothing about Fauci? Why are you even talking about January 6th? How about talking about the fact that, you know, oh, I, gee, guess why you're not wanting to talk about Fauci today because you did a press conference with Fauci in December. You were one of the, one of the people. Why? See, this is why the Republican Party, Brian Maloney is right, because we got people like Mike pence who was all in with Fauci snuggle snuggle and still all, yeah snuggle snuggle right man you, you my dad used to mash up cr- crackers in milk and it used to just turn my stomach is the crackers would get all mushy no flavor you know, my dad used to always say, you eat way too much pepper. I got to have seasoning, right? Mike Pence is that tall glass of milk that my dad used to drink with the soggy saltine crackers, okay? Daddy grew up in Alabama. I'm a Louisiana girl. Alabama people eat a different cuisine than we do in Louisiana. I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Pence, Pence ain't Pence ain't my people, okay? Um Pence ain't my people. Okay, so we know that the head of the Space Force commanding officer was removed because he dared to call out the Marxist ideology and the push for what's happening in our military. Um, And then since then, what have we seen? We've seen critical race theory, indoctrination going on at our military institutions. We've seen recruiting videos.
1: Pretty much pushed across the board.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. The the video, the cartoon, literally a cartoon video of a girl yammering on about her two mommies getting married. Meanwhile, Russia's putting out these hard and China putting out hardcore like... You know, like, uh, we used to look like with the Marines, right? You know, uh, and, and it's crazy what's going on with our military. So the military is clearly being transformed in a way that's not good. Um, so Tom Cotton and, um, Crenshaw the guy with the patch, um, dave is it Dan Crenshaw out of uh, Texas and Cotton's out of Arkansas have opened up a whistleblower webpage where you can submit your complaint. Uh, uh, this is a, a quote. Enough is enough. We won't let our military fall to woke ideology. We have just launched a whistleblower webpage where you can submit your story. Your complaint will be legally protected and go to my office and at Senator Tom, at Sen Tom Cotton. This is a quote from former Navy SEAL. Uh, Crenshaw, this is absolutely important that our people, our military heroes that have dedicated their lives, because let me tell you, even those that right now are in a military um, uh, a- 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 academic location, West Point, Annapolis, whatever, they can be called to active duty at any point. This is treacherous. This is, and, and of course, the head of the Department of Defense, he comes out because um, Ted Cruz said that we look like pansies to the world. This is ridiculous. And the, Austin, the head of the DOD, goes um, said something along the lines: "I will not lose one minute of sleep about the, what the Chinese leadership is saying or what Vla- Vladimir Putin is saying." Are you kidding me, man? Be Are you kidding me? Perception is everything when it comes to a show of force. They have to believe. That you have the strength to take them out and our enemies have to believe that you have the you have the ability and the will to absolutely destroy them with a touch of a finger, man. And and China
1: has been speaking very strong against us as of late.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to at least appear strong, even if you're not. Who doesn't remember Michael Corleone standing outside the hospital pretending he had weaponry when when. Uh Salazo shows up to kill his dad. You got to have the image that you have the strength to absolutely destroy them and that you will on a moment's notice. We have a head of the Pentagon who doesn't understand that our enemies have to be have to fear us.
1: Get the wrong person in charge.
2: This is scary times right now when we're talking about the we are under threat of cyber attacks. When we, got to, when we see what's happening in the dust up in the Middle East over there, we got NOCO rattling, rattling its cages at us. This is, run, this is running the Pentagon? You're going to be kidding me. Good thing that my daddy, who did love him some saltines, melting in some, <laughs> and some milk, in the live to hear this talk coming out of the Pentagon. All right, love you all. We'll see you tomorrow night. Friday night. Thank you, Brian Maloney. To the listeners, thank you, Skins. Peace out.